What's up, family? We back. Your brother. I want to talk about the happenings down in Texas last Friday. Josh, our brother, Joshua Brown, the brother who testified in the Amber Geiger case. And I just want to put in my two cents on this particular topic. You've heard it all week. You've heard it all weekend. You didn't heard it so far this week. You're still hearing it. That's because it's a major topic. It's one of those topics that our brother, Joshua Brown, was murdered just after they convicted Amber Geiger of murder. The brother didn't want to testify. He was, uh, you know, I guess you, you, you have your suspicions on when things are going kind of crazy against you. And you know, this, this just not, it just doesn't seem right to me. I don't think I want to deal with this. So the brother went and, you know, out of the goodness of his heart, he testified for the brother who got killed. And when you look at it, after he, uh, you know, gave whatever his story was to the police a year ago, and then all of a sudden the brother was shot at, received a bunch of crazy threats, death threats, whatever you want to call them. And the thing about it, people just don't understand. It's a police. But she was wrong. But then again, down there in Texas, I'm not quite sure. But from what you hear, it, it, it don't look very good. And this brother goes, he testifies. But he also was a witness in the civil suit. He was a key witness in that. But the brother goes and testifies. Then after that, a few days pass. We're moving into the weekend. And bam! What happens? October 4th. The brother ended up dead. I believe it was October 4th. I know it was uh it was during it was during the weekend, but I think it was that Friday night. And the funny thing about it, I didn't hear about it until later on, because sometimes uh I think it was Monday when I might have heard about it. Oh, well, no, it might have been before, but sometimes when you, there's so much stuff that's going on in your own life and, you know, we're still trying to come down from the, the verdict of the case and the sentencing and all the craziness with the judge uh, hugging and giving out her Bible and the bailiff uh, basically uh, uh, pressing down her hair, uh, combing her hair out or whatever, and the brother giving a hug. But the brother ended up dead. And now, with all this stuff going on, now you're looking at, well, he was a drug dealer. He was uh, set up. You're hearing all kind of crazy stuff. But the one thing that's, that's, that is true, the one thing that is true that we all know about, that this brother is dead. He's dead. 
And the sad thing about it all, all these conspiracy theories are starting to come out. Well, one guy who was in a hospital apparently got shot, was supposed to have gotten shot by uh, one of his own guys due to money issues with the drugs. But it don't matter what happened. You got these three men from Louisiana. They going to take the fall for this brother. Whether it's true or not, we don't know. But one thing is true. Joshua Brown is dead. And they're dirtying up whatever he had going. Now they want to dirty him up. He's a drug dealer. But I don't know if they had anything to do with uh, what happened a year ago. I don't think that has nothing to do with what happened a year ago. But see, what it is is you start to put in a bunch of other stuff. And that way you blind whoever else is out there that may be uh, going to testify in the civil suit. You blind the community and thinking, oh, man, he was a bad guy. But see, if you're stupid, you'll go and you'll believe all that stuff that's being said. Now, I'm not saying that it's not true. I don't know if he's a drug dealer. I know he's an entrepreneur. He did some roofing. He did some other stuff. That's how he made his money. And you're talking about a year ago. And then now he's a drug dealer. If he was a drug dealer and all that, chances are all this stuff would have been brought up when he first appeared on the witness list or it would have been brought up when he was on uh when he was on uh, uh when he was up there testifying because if you know somebody's bad and you've been on to these people then you know you're going to dirty him up you're going to make him you're going to make him seem like he's not credible but the reason why the man was creditable is because it happened a year ago. People was trying to kill him then. But the thing about it, they keep blinding us with little things about this and that. But the true, because see, you have to put some type of uh, uh, icing on this particular case. And the reason why you got to put that icing on this particular case is because, see, first of all, you had to get a quick, uh, you, had to, you had to solve this case really quick. So what happened? Bam. Not too long after the verdict, the brother gets shot. And then what? A few days later, they capture the guys who shot him. One of them, two of them, whatever. But they have their suspects in custody. One's in a hospital, allegedly. But they had their suspect, whether it's one, whether it's two, whether it's all three. Today is October 10th, 2019. So this trial, this case, this murder, this person, this persons, these people, these characters, everybody is changing. Well, it seems like everybody seems like they're changing the script. It's the play being written right in front of your eyes. Every day it changes. But the thing about it, Joshua Brown is dead. And he's three alleged suspects out of Louisiana coming down to buy some drugs are going to take the hit. They had to get a quick, uh, uh, what they had to get a quick solving of this case. 
that make it seem like we're on it. But it's too quick. That's the bad thing. It's too quick. You got people in Louisiana go commit a murder and they're going to stick around town. They're going to drive all the way from Louisiana. Like they don't have uh, uh, drugs in Louisiana you could buy. But this is a conspiracy type of situation that we're looking at, brothers and sisters. They're trying to blind your eyes. A lot of you may say, well, you don't know. You know what? I don't know. And you don't know either. That's why it's so, it's like suspicion. Black people deal with suspicions all the time. We deal with lies. We deal with all kinds of deceit, deception. So we know when we see and we know when we hear that somebody's trying to pull the wool over our eyes. A lot of time we're too slow to act on it. But this particular time, black people are seeming to take more interest because now they see with the verdict, the uh, odd behavior of the judge, the odd behavior of the brother, the odd behavior of the bailiff. You're starting to see this. Something is just not right. You got three police departments in Dallas, Texas, and it's supposed to be one. But you got three. You know, when you got three different groups with unions, instead of having the same union for the PD in Dallas, something is wrong. There's a lot of corruption that's going on, and eventually it will be exposed. But if you're black, you be careful. Whether you in Dallas or whether you in whatever city, you be careful. Because there's justice but it ain't for you. That's why you got to be very careful when you're out in these streets. The brother, our brother Joshua Brown, you know, it's sad now because this just brings you back to any time there's been somebody of importance, not to, uh, to say that Joshua Brown was in, a, say, a, a Martin King or a Malcolm X, he was that type, but, you know, he played a big part and he was going to play an even bigger part in the civil case. But now that he's gone, I don't know. People with logic seem to don't want to pay stuff attention that's right in front of their face. They continue to act like, well, it doesn't exist. But Joshua, Joshua Brown is dead. And this stuff is just getting crazier and crazier every day. I'm going to play a little clip for you guys from the Willie D show. And I just want you to check it out, you know, but this, this whole mess uh, that they're spilling is just really crazy. Let me play this clip. Let me get this uh, lined up for my brothers and my sisters out there. So you can, you know, you can take a look. No, you can listen because you can't take a look. But check it out. The Dallas Police Department just came up with a story so elaborate they need to be roasted. 28-year-old Joshua Brown was executed one week after he testified in the murder trial of former Dallas police officer Amber Geiger, who was convicted of killing Botham John in his apartment. When the people heard that Joshua had been murdered, they automatically started saying, well, the police must have did it. At the very least, 
they ordered the hit. That is what's being alleged. Why would they want Joshua dead? Why would any members of law enforcement want him dead? Well, he testified in court against one of their own. And you know the blue wall of science? You know, you ever heard of that? They don't like it when you testify against cops. Also, the fact that he testified, they're saying that it was his testimony that was critical in convicting Amber Geiger. And if he's not around for the re uh, any potential retrial, then perhaps she'll get to walk the next time because she is appealing her case. Also, Joshua Brown was set to testify in the civil suit against the Dallas Police Department that was brought on by Botham John's family. So, if there are dirty cops involved who didn't appreciate him testifying, maybe that's the incentive. That's a motive. Now, the Dallas Police Department, they vowed to find the murderers. They're going to get them. They found out that Joshua Brown, the star witness, was murdered. They got to make sure that they uphold the law and restore justice and the public confidence as soon as possible. Now, you heard that, my brother. That's from the Willie D show that was recorded today. Now, I'm just saying, even though Amber Geiger got a 10-year sentence with time that she had already had put in and with good behavior, she was going to be out less than five years anyway, you know, for a murder. But see, they can't let that go. Now you got to bring in all these other theories. They solved the case. But was it a setup? You find three brothers who ain't got nothing going or got some troubles and you convince them to say that they did something that they didn't do? It happens all the time to my brothers and sisters. But like I say, it's smoke. This is a smoke screen. Pay attention to the message, but go inside the message. Just don't listen to it. Go inside. I know you say, well, I don't care. It didn't happen to me. It didn't happen to nobody in my family. But it happens to somebody like you. It happens to somebody like me. It happens to people in our family all the time. We just don't see it and we just don't hear it. But these type of things go on all the time. It's not the first time for this brother. Bochum John is dead. They've they, we know who killed him, but the stuff that happened afterwards is just bizarre. And now it's even more bizarre. But like I say, it's a smokescreen. Something else is going on that's really crazy. This is for you churchgoers. I know Kanye is a genius, is a smart guy, but all this stuff that's, that, that's going on with his church and his church services, it's a musical service. And how the uh, the number one angel was the music uh, 
angel kicked out of heaven. And, you know, he's portraying himself to be God and he's portraying himself to be this. He's portraying himself to be that. This kind of stuff with uh, with Kanye West, you got to be very careful. Because, see, you could be on the verge of looking at a coat. And we all know it's about money. He's saved and he's a Christian and all this and that. But, you know, it's like he's saved and he's a Christian and all that. But listen to his mouth when he's talking. See, when you start putting these labels on yourself and these titles on yourself, just look at the behavior. Hell with all what he's saying in his music. I know all oh, people are being saved. People are not being saved if they are not being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with the Holy Ghost. They're not being saved. People are so convinced just because you say a few words or you go to church and you go up and you say, I'm sorry, you're saved. It's a process. If you're not being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you are not saved and filled with his spirit of the Holy Ghost, which Holy Ghost, which is a gift. But my brothers and my sisters, you, you got to start going in on the real and stop paying attention to the fluff. Because right now you're getting fluff. You're getting the whipped cream. You're not getting a drink. You're getting the whipped cream on the top. The hot cocoa you ain't even touched yet. Because it's hot. And it is cocoa. But until you start to pay attention and go inside of what's being said, you're never going to get it. It's like when you watch a movie, the movie movies today and movies back yesterday. When I was coming up watching certain movies, I'm going to give you my, my number one movie back in the 70s. It was Three the Hard Way. And the reason why Three the Hard Way is because at the time I was young, I had a little bit of understanding, but you know it's a movie, so you think it's fiction. But as you got old, as I got older and I started looking in, looking out, hearing this, hearing that, the same thing happened in Three the Hard Way with Fred Williamson, Jim Brown, and Jim Kelly. When you look at it, it was about a, 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 a white supremacist trying to kill black people, but he was trying to do it through the water, through the water. See, you can pray on people in all kinds of ways. And the reason why I'm going to this is because it's the inside of the story of the movie, even though the movie had a lot of action, but it's the inside. Here's a man trying to kill black people through the water system. Back in the 60s, when they was having the riots, they put fluoride back in Detroit, Michigan. They put fluoride in the water to slow people down. People who understand, fluoride slows down the brain. It does something to the brain. But I'm saying all this is because you got to be careful of what you're looking at. You're looking at Kanye, and you're looking at, oh, man, a lot of people showing up. But I always remember, it's about money. Like the Easter service. What was the Easter service? Uh, what was this hoodies or t-shirts or whatever were going for like 50 and 225 dollars the merchandise that he was selling it's all a ploy to get you to believe so you can go out as he promotes this gospel album that I believe he did back in did a couple of years ago and now he decided not to put it out now he wants to put it out 
Because see, church is hot. And anytime you're looking in a church, you're looking into money. And people see that money is, uh, uh, I'm sorry, people see that the church is hot. So what they do is they come up with things. They come up with new ministries and whatnot. And black people just, oh, they fall for it. Because black people love to spend their money on uh, things that ain't even relevant. You spend your money on church, giving your, uh, your money just to go to see the Kanye deal. Or you give your money and you don't even know where your money's going. But you say, well, I'm giving it to God. You're not giving it to God. God ain't getting your money. Get that out your head. Stop thinking people are fools. And if you ain't been baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Spirit, you're not saved. You're just not. I'm not saying it. It's the book. It's the very book that you're supposed to read. It's the very book that was so-called written back in the day. The book of Acts 2.38. Read it. New Testament. But people put these things out. Everybody's not going to heaven. They're just not. No matter how many times you may say, well, he's going to heaven or they're going to heaven. You don't know where they're going. That's why you don't put people in places because you don't know where they're going. You can say, oh, they're in a better place. That's it. But don't go and start putting them in heaven. heaven to be honest with you, don't put them in heaven or hell. Because we don't know that. The only person who knows that is God. And that's it. We don't know. But you got to be careful with this Kanye West thing. It's like he's, he's, he's gathering uh, with his following that he already had. Now he's gathering more followers with this stuff. I don't buy it. I don't listen to it. I just see something, and I would hope that everybody else is seeing it too. Many are starting to see. They're walking out on these type of events because they know these are money grabs. It's like our brother T.I., he went to support brother Kanye. And what did the brother do? The brother goes, the pastor of the church, he goes and brings up another pastor, Brother E.V. Hilliard. Brother E.V. Hilliard is out of Houston, Texas. And I'm pretty sure if you guys are from Texas, you know E.V. Hilliard. E.V. Hilliard is a brother who's about his money. And those of you who know him, you know he's about his money. Brother T.I., Brother Killer Mike, uh, Brother Two Chains, and his, his girl or his wife, uh, Tiny was there with T.I. After they came from the back, they brought him to the front. They sat him in the front. And the next thing you know, when E.V. Hillier came out there, he says, I'm looking for 20 people to give $1,000. Now, see, that time, especially after the church had already taken up its offering. Now, Brother E.V. Hilliard is coming up with this special $1,000 from 20 people because apparently he knew that uh, T.I. and whoever else was going to be there. So next thing you know, here they come begging. And see, that's the thing about the church. It's all about money. And it's black people pimping each other. That's what it is. Black people pimping each other out of what little monies that they have with a bunch of foolishness. And Kanye's doing the same thing to you people. He's getting you to believe that his music is so spiritual and this and that. It's like when you hear it and you see the dancing, it's like these people ain't got no Holy Ghost. If you knew what the Holy Ghost was, you would understand and you would know. You got to be careful with what you're dealing with here. Because you could be looking at a coat and don't even know it. Because he thinks he's something special anyway. He thinks he's above. He does. He's not God. 
and he never will be God. When you start to go and try to use your people for selfish gains, it's about him. It ain't about uh, the people listening to his music. It's about him. And when his wife comes on there and, oh, you know, Kanye's music is about, you know, uh, it's a musical uh, ministry. You ain't even saved. I ain't listening to you either. I ain't listening to you or your family because all y'all about money. Them Kardashians all about money. So I ain't listening to none of them. They don't know nothing about no Jesus Christ. Everybody wants to be a, a Christian, but they don't know the true meaning of what a Christian is really about. You got people go to church every day don't know what a true uh, uh, the true meaning of a Christian because one thing Jesus wasn't a Christian but you know I just had to give my my say on these two deals the uh, Joshua Brown and Kanye I, I just had to put it out there because what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing is stuff I don't like because I'm not looking on the outside I'm starting to look on the inside and when you look at both of these stories, you're looking at situations where black people are being murdered and black people are being taken to the cleaners. It's a concern because our people, some are starting to realize and wake up and understand what's being said to them, what's going on. But the good majority of us are not. We're still asleep. When are we going to wake up and understand? People are using us. And we just sit back and we're just saying, okay, it's okay. Use me. Use me. My brothers and my sisters, this is your brother. Quoting the end of School Days, Spike Lee movie, back in 1989. What did Lars Fishburne say in the end of that movie? Wake up. The message in School Days was, wake up, black people. That's the message. 1989, Spike Lee. Wake up. School Days. Wake up. You want to fit in? You want to look like them? They want to look like you. Yeah, I'll say this one last thing and then I'm going to close out. Every time I'm looking on TV, I know black people don't own media uh, or they don't have uh, media outlets to the point where they control a lot. But when I see our sisters on TV doing sports commentary, ESPN, or when I see my sisters playing volleyball and they're on TV, they got these long, fake-ass ponytails. And when they're on TV, they got these long-ass, these lace front wigs or extensions or whatever. But when I see this, it's like, wow. I know they got to do what they have to do to maintain their job, but I hate to see my sisters have to fake themselves out with this fake ass hair despising the white woman for so-called stealing their man but you can't steal something that was never yours but you dressing like her you're 
wearing your hair like hers. And in some cases, you're putting in them fake contacts. And if anybody knows these colored eye, uh, these colored contacts, you can tell the fake ones in between who's got real eyes and who's got the fake ones because the fake ones don't look nowhere near real. If anything, it looks like something from a movie. But saying this, my sisters, be real to yourself. Stop going around and putting up this fake hair, this fake eyelashes. Be real to yourself. If you about God, then do like the book say. You come moderately. You dress moderately. If you're going to wear makeup, you wear it modestly. You know, moderately. You don't wear it with a bunch of makeup on, everything, your face, uh, uh, the rouge, uh, the lipstick and all this. Moderately. But I know you on TV and you working for people who don't look like you. You have no choice. Because you ain't found yourself. And I understand. We'll pray for you. You brothers and sisters out there who want to be Kanye lovers and follow his music, you go right ahead and see where that leads you. You see how much money you're going to have after you go to one of these events. A brother trying to pimp his own people. And the Joshua Brown situation, my brothers and my sisters, only thing we can do is pray for his family. Because right now, all we see is nothing but a big old conspiracy. Something that had to be done just to say we on it. That brother been dodging the police for over a year and whoever else he's been dodging. They've been trying to get him and they finally got him. And if this this woman uh, uh, appeals. And she wins her appeal and they grant her another case, chances are she could even walk. That goes to show you that goes to show you Amber Geiger could either walk or just do the remaining of her time. But if she gets granted an appeal for another case, another trial, he ain't there no more. He's dead. So who's going to come to the trial? Do you think uh, uh, our brother, both of them, John, do you think his family would come back for a second trial? I don't think so. I don't think. I think when they left, they're gone. They're not coming back. And Joshua Brown is gone. And our poor little sister who's out there running, I didn't speak of her, who filmed the video. She's on, in hiding, lost her job. Tammy, she lost her job. Good pharmaceutical company, but she lost her job. And now she's on the run. My brothers and my sisters, you better wake up. You better realize what you're doing. You better realize who you're voting for. You better realize the people that you you pulling for and that you love so much. This is your brother. I'm out of here. Peace.